So, I went to bed last night without getting my clothes ready for this morning and woke up this morning and did what I always do. I tr- picked up my trousers that were on the ground from the night before. I grabbed myself a fresh pair of boxers and socks, a clean work t-shirt. And I essentially didn't take my own advice that I was peddling less than 24 hours previously. Which was, it's such a great idea, it's such a great start to the day, it's so important to start your day the right way. And I, I didn't. Within 24 hours of proselytising how it's the best thing ever, I didn't do it myself. Now, I'm not going to beat myself up about that because the best indicator of future performance is past performance. And I haven't gotten my clothes ready the night before, ever, really. Unless I was going to a wedding or at an interview or there was some fucking event, basically, that would caused me to to do something abnormal say out of the blue but I did get up a little bit earlier and what drove me out of the bed a little was this idea this notion that I have in my head about this new standard whatever that fucking means I'm not entirely sure but I'm trying to figure it out I got up a little bit earlier than I usually would and I went out and I fed the dogs and I fed the chickens and I came in and I tidied up from supper last night and I gave Fiona's breakfast and I put myself on some eggs and some toast and Ended up down and work a little bit earlier than usual. Got a little bit ahead of myself. And I suppose the what I'm getting to here is... You don't have to do all the things that you know you should do. But if you just did even some of them... Or if you did 1% of a few of them... Because we're in this for a long time, not a short time. And any real change that you're going to make... It has to be over a, a, a long timeline... What's that expression again? We we underestimate what we can do in a long period of time and we overestimate what we can do in a short period of time. And there's something to that and there's something about about time scales and our and how we think. Because once upon a time, you know, hop, skip and jump only a couple of hundred years ago, setting up a project to build, let's say, a cathedral that was going to take two or three hundred years to build, like that was the norm. Any big project was going to, you know, Jesus, if, if it's worth doing, it's worth spending a hundred years doing it. Seems to have been the mantra for a lot of people. But I mean, these days we, we think of, we think of time in, in quarters, like, you know, the, the quarter of the year, every fucking three months. And if we can't get something done, you know, within a three month time frame, sure, Jesus, sure, we, we could be dead in four months. We has to be, it has to be done now. We want it all now. We're impatient bastards. And I think that's getting I think that's getting worse. I think impatience breeds impatience. Now don't get me wrong, it's not all bad. It also breeds innovation. Like most of the innovations that we've seen over the years have come because we haven't had the time. And that that's been a good thing. So like most things, it's not always it's not all bad. But in relation to our own lives, I think it's important to to maybe appreciate what kind of time you have left. Because we have, I think we all have notions in our minds. And they might be right below, right beneath the surface or they could be deep, deep, deep down there. Of the things that we'd like to do. And it might be get a black belt in a martial art. And it might be learn a language. And it might be, God knows what, pick your poison. But we never, or not never, but we rarely think about it in terms of the time we have left. Because if you're deep into your 60s and you want to perform at a, at, a, at a relatively high level physically, you want to get your fucking skates on because you're, you're kind of fucked. 
Now, it depends on what your your aspirations are. And if your aspirations are based on what other people have achieved, fucking forget about it. Because there's some 25-year-old out there who's just going to absolutely smash it in absolutely everything that you ever try and do, ever. But if you compare, if, you're, if your goals are orientated to who and what you are now and how you could improve what you have, the sky's the limit. For me, personally, I'd love to be jacked. I'd love to be fucking... Uh, Head turning with my shirt off. I'd love that. And I've fucking no qualms in admitting it. No, I don't have that. But it's it's not a pie in the sky goal of mine. But it will but it's been a goal of mine for a long time, for years probably. And I'm not getting any fucking younger. So as time ticks on, it's going to get progressively harder for me to achieve said goal. Which means what I need to do is, I need to, it's, it's, I suppose it's about goal setting. I kind of touched on this yesterday without specifically mentioning goal setting. But this idea of a new standard, this idea of setting a new bar, this idea of kind of progressing via incremental improvements. Like that's all well and good, but it's a bit, it's a bit wordy, it's a bit mouthy, it's a bit kind of airy-fairy. It's not, it's not specific enough. Something that would be far more specific is to have a, you know, a two or three hundred calorie deficit every day for a certain time period. Now, don't quote me on the specifics of that, but you get the sentiment. But personally, I think that's a little bit too restrictive and too specific because I don't want to live my life weighing every fucking morsel of food that I eat. But there's a big difference between that extreme on one end and uh, willfully shoveling food into your fat face every evening. The middle ground is never that exciting, but it's a lot more sustainable than the extremes. And that's one thing that I know about my own personality. I tend to be a little bit of an extremist. Like most, or Not most people, but a lot of people who get into martial arts, they pick a martial art, but no, 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 I have to do them all at the same fucking time. And some people, you know, have a podcast. But no, 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 I have to fucking have four-hour-long conversations and bang out 42 episodes in 42 days. Some people set up their own businesses, they're entrepreneurial, but, and I could have done that. But no, 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 I have to fucking revolutionise the fucking way we produce food. I haven't, but you, you get the sentiment. And I suppose what's coming out of the wash here is I struggle with that middle ground. And I think I might struggle with that middle ground to my detriment. Sometimes I wonder, I'd, be, I'd probably be far better off, instead of going 100% at something, to go fucking 70% at it. But to maintain it for longer. So just taking my previous uh, fad diets into consideration. I'd have no intention of eating nothing but meat for a month or any period of time, you know, moving forward. I've done that. I've, I've, I've conducted that experiment and it was fucking brilliant and I don't regret a second of it. But looking forward, like, you know, over a much longer timescale, like the rest of my fucking life, I've absolutely no intention of going that way. I've no intention of going vegan either. I think I'd be far better served by taking the middle road of not doing anything too extreme. Because something that's extreme by its very nature is essentially unsustainable. You, you can't train as your fighter at the highest level forever. 
even if you're a fucking phenom like uh, what's his face? Jesus Christ, Conor McGregor, absolute phenom. But you, you can't operate at that level indefinitely. Nobody can, and if you if you could, you'd be underachieving. Because from a fan's point of view, we want to see people peak, and you can't maintain a peak. But what you can do is you can set up the circumstances for success. And a good way of doing that is get your fucking clothes ready the night before. <laughs> now, just because I didn't do it last night doesn't mean that I'm going to do it tonight, and it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it tonight. But I suppose the beauty of doing what I do and speaking in these terms is there's a lot more accountability. Because I would argue that mo- maybe not most people, but a lot of people, and certainly probably broad sweep and generalization alert all the people who listen to me regularly we make these promises to ourselves we say we're going to do this and we're going to do that and whatever else and we believe ourselves to a large degree and we're being 100% honest and 100% genuine but I think a big part of why we don't commit to these things especially over long time periods is there's no accountability I'm I'm that little bit more accountable for my fucking utterances these days because I'm broadcasting them to the world which is great and I remember saying this in the early days of the whole off the lead thing what I was saying to people or advice for want of a better term or what I would recommend people do is if they have something that they'd like to do in their head like I have let's say get jacked now that's that's not very specific it's very kind of broad and non-specific but it's it's by getting that out of me getting that off my chest putting that out there in the world, I'm that little bit more accountable than just having that notion in my head. And to get back to what I was saying there two seconds ago, this idea that if you have something in your head that you want to do, a good first step is to tell somebody that you'd like to do it. Or maybe tell everybody who'll fucking listen that you want to do it. Because that just makes you a little bit more accountable to yourself. Because inevitably some cunt's going to turn around and go, remember you said you were going to get Jack Frano, how are you getting on? And I don't mean that in terms of, you know, you should set yourself up for being shamed if you don't achieve your goals. But it's no harm to just have have other people giving you a dig out, essentially. And if you're surrounding yourself with people who want the best for you, they won't go, oh, you said you'd do this and you didn't, you're a fucking egot. Like, people like that are no good. Fucking root those people out of your lives. Try as best as is humanly possible to surround your people, surround yourself with people who want the best for you, and who are striving themselves, because you know steel sharpens steel, and a rising tide lifts all boats, and all that jazz. And what all this has me thinking now is, regardless of whether you tell people what your you know hopes and dreams or plans or ambitions are. Sustained effort over time is where it's at. This idea of wanting a six-pack by the summer, you know, go for it. But when it falls flat on its arse, if it falls flat on its arse, don't use that as a, a giving up point. Use that as a realisation point. And maybe, maybe you're like me, maybe you have to fucking learn the hard way. Because no amount of people telling me what I should do is going to really help me. Like, take past guest and friend of the Smith, Bert... <laughs> past guest in front of the show, not past guest in front of the Smith, past guest in front of the show, Bernard Smith. Like Bernard Smith could have told me fucking 10 years ago what it takes to get jacked. 
calorie deficit with workouts on this day, that day, that day, isolating different areas and blah, 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 and all the rest. Loads of sleep, loads of rest, loads of recovery and all the rest of it. Like, I don't need to be taught any of this. I don't need to look it up. If, I wouldn't say I know it all, but I know enough about it. But for me personally, I'm just one of those people who seems to have to fucking learn by doing. I kind of need a, a baptism of fire before I'll ever fucking let anything sink in. But I suppose being aware of these things is the first step in rectifying them. Because it's it's not really until we we fully appreciate our strengths and our weaknesses and our blind spots and all the rest of it that we can actually really put together a plan as to how best to move forward, whatever endeavour it is, whether you want to fucking win a cycling race or lose a few pounds or get jacked or whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck goal you have in your head. You first of all, no matter what it is, need to understand yourself. Because if you don't understand yourself, you'll end up putting, you'll end up trying to put somebody else's plan in place. And fuck that. Take the fuck, take take your own life by, t- take control of your own fucking life, basically. But it's funny, it harks back to something I mentioned there the other day, this idea that I use the analogy of human beings essentially being different types of vehicles. And some of us are tractors, and some of us are fucking fighter jets, and some of us are aircraft carriers, and some of us are trains, and some of us are, there's, there's a whole array of different types of transport vehicles. But so many of us are race cars trying to dig tunnels. And so many of us are, you know, rockets trying to fucking swim and all the rest of it. You have to understand what you are, what your capabilities are, and what you want to do. Because once you understand your own kind of genetic and psychological makeup and understand where you want to go, then you can come up with a plan. And in a roundabout way, I'm hoping that all of this is going to aid me in setting this new standard that I've mentioned. And on that note, I'll catch you tomorrow.